are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Now, I see those people that tell you, well, you don't get the hundredfold return until you get to heaven. Well, now, Peter, if he waited till he got to heaven to get all them fish, it's going to be a smelly place up there. But no, thank God he got his hundredfold return here on the earth now, in this lifetime. Proverbs says, the righteous shall be recompensed in the earth. It's time that we understood that the hundredfold return is just as much a part of the Bible as any other truth in the Bible. And if we'll believe for it and enter into it and release our faith out there and start looking for it, we can receive it. But like I say, don't go looking for just a great big lump sum to come in necessarily because God wants us to make this a way of life, to believe for that. Now don't be like one lady. I was talking about don't be a granola Christian. I heard of one individual, and I don't tell this to belittle her because if she didn't know any better, I guess she just didn't do any better. But she'd been praying for, you know, God to meet her need in a certain thing that she needed some money for, and she'd released her faith in confessing that she'd have it. And the computer made a mistake and sent her a check for about five times what her check was supposed to be. And she thought, glory to God, this is the way God's meeting my needs. She went right to the bank, cashed it, and put it in the bank. They almost put her in jail over the deal. Now see what I say when don't be a granola Christian. Now see, that's stealing. That would be stealing, taking something that didn't belong to you. And she thought it was God's way of meeting her need. Now that's almost like the guy that I heard about He walked into the grocery store and he walked down through there and he was noticing this ham there for $12 on sale. And he thought, boy, I'd like to have a ham. Picked up that ham, started up there with it. And he went by the place and there was a big turkey. And it was $12 on sale. And he said to the guy, all right, if I trade this ham for the turkey. He said, they're both $12. Yeah, he said, it not make me any difference. So he put the ham back and got the turkey. And he starts to walk out. The guy says, hey, wait a minute, you hadn't paid for the turkey. Oh, he said, I traded the ham for the turkey. (laughs) He said, yeah, but you hadn't paid for the ham. He said, I don't have the ham. (laughs) Now see, there's always somebody trying to figure out how to get something for nothing. So that's why I say don't be a granola Christian. Somebody was even foolish enough to make this statement that, well, the hundredfold return was not for today and it was not a biblical principle because Jesus gave his life and he didn't get a hundredfold return. Not only did they say that, they wrote it in a book and signed their name to it. <laughs> Why, dear goodness. My, on the day of Pentecost, Jesus got a 3,120-fold return. There was 120 in the upper room that was born of God, poured out of the same mold that he was. And before the day was over, there's 3,120. Now, that shows you how blind religious people can get. The devil will blind the minds of people to keep them from seeing the truth. Why, when they buried Jesus, all they did was plant him, and he came up. (laughs) Hallelujah. 
And that was one of the worst things that Satan ever saw. <laughs> Satan couldn't handle one Jesus, much less 120 poured out of the same mold. And before the day was over, 3,120 had been growing ever since. Hallelujah. Now let's go over into the Old Testament. Go to 2 Kings, the fourth chapter. Now here's the story of the Shunammite woman. You probably know as well as I do, but we'll go through it quickly. She built a chamber for uh, Elisha, the prophet. Said, now he comes by here, let's build a chamber so he'll have a place for a bed and a table and a chair and so on. Well, he prophesied to her that she would have a child, and certainly she did, just as he said. And then in verse 18 said, When the child was grown, it fell on a day that he had went out with his father into the reapers. And he said unto his father, My head, my head. And he said to the lad, Carry him to his mother. And when he had taken him and brought him to his mother, he sat on her knee till noon and then died. Now, this woman operating in another principle of the Bible and how she knew to operate in it, I have no idea other than the Spirit of God must have revealed it to her. She told a servant to saddle a donkey. She's going to ride to the prophet of God. And her husband said, well, what's the significance of going today? It's not the new moon or the Sabbath. She said, all is well. Now the child's dead and she hadn't even told her husband. She rides to the prophet of God and she gets down there and Elisha says, there comes a Shunammite woman, run, ask her, is it well with thee, is it well with thy husband, is it well with the child? She said, all is well. She's calling things that are not as though they were. Now, to make a long story short, she gets her child raised from the dead, restored to life. But that's not the end of the story. Go over to the 8th chapter. Verse 1, Then spake Elisha unto the woman whose son he had restored to life, saying, Arise, go thou and thy household, and sojourn wheresoever thou canst sojourn. For the Lord hath called for a famine, and it shall also come upon the land seven years. The woman arose and did after the sayings of the man of God, and she went with her household and sojourned in the land of the Philistines seven years. And it came to pass, as the seven years ended, that the woman returned out of the land of the Philistines, and she went forth to cry unto the king for her house and for her land. Now see, in those days, when you left your farm, somebody just took it over. Now remember, she has given unto the prophet's ministry. She's built him a prophet's chamber. And he reveals to her, by manifestation of the Spirit of God, that there's coming a famine, so she avoided the famine for seven years. And she goes into another land. Now she comes back to ask the king for her land back. Somebody just moved in and took over. And Gehazi happens to be there telling the king about him raising her child from the dead. And he said, well, this is the woman here. So she already has an audience, a very good audience with the king. And she said, it's true, everything he said. And he won't know what she's there for. She said, I want my land back. I've been gone seven years. And he said, not only am I going to give you land back, but I'm going to give you all the fruit that was raised on it for the seven years. Now I ask you, did she get her hundredfold return in this life or the life to come? She got her hundredfold return here in this life. And I think it's important that we see this because there's so many times that people say, well, you know, I just don't know about this hundredfold return. Now, let me give you another example. In Genesis chapter 26, let's read there from 
verse 1. And I want to give you an analogy here on this because it's important that you understand the difference between what we're seeing here in the 26th chapter of Genesis and some of the other things we've talked about. But let's read from verse 1. And there was a famine in the land beside the first famine that was in the days of Abraham. And Isaac went unto Abimelech, king of the Philistines. Well, let me just tell you what happened here. He went into the land of Egypt. And then in verse 12 it says, Then Isaac sowed in the land and received in the same year a hundredfold. And the Lord blessed him. Now I want you to notice where it says here in the same year, I have a little footnote in my Bible, center column reference, that says a year of famine. In a year of famine, Isaac sowed and received a hundredfold return. And it goes on to say, And the man waxed great and went forward and grew until he became very great. Now here's something that we need to understand when we talk about this. Because... When you plant a physical crop of corn, cotton, rice, something that is physical, you're going to reap whatever you plant that same year. But now for me to say to you, if you'll give in the offering tonight, you will receive a hundredfold return this year. I have no precedent in the word for that. Because that's not what it's talking about here. See, this is talking about a physical crop. And we need to be careful how we use these things in parallels and types because this is something that's physical that is planted. When you plant a crop, that crop is going to produce whatever it's going to produce in that year. Now, there could be instances like some things that takes more than, you know, you plant a timber crop, you'd be 30 years getting <laughs> but. If you're talking about cotton, corn, vegetables, whatever you're going to reap, you're going to reap it in that year or you won't reap it at all because it comes forth in a year. So here he planted in a year of famine. But notice he is a giver. He planted in a year of famine when everything's going wrong, nothing's working for anybody seemingly, but he received a hundredfold return. Now in physical crops, a hundredfold return is about tops. There's some things won't produce over 30. Wheat usually won't produce over 30 or 40 fold return. A hundred fold return is the top. And he planted in a year of famine and received a hundred fold. Now see, if we're talking about the manifestation of God's blessing because of obedience and the hundred fold return, then we can understand that in the planning of giving into the ministry or for the gospel's sake, you're talking about planning finances, you're talking about giving time, you would not necessarily receive it in that year, but in a lifetime. Now, it doesn't always take that long. Thank God it doesn't. But this is the promise that Jesus made. You will receive now in this lifetime. God bless you. We do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. Now, we're talking about the hundredfold return, and this week our offer is number 7213, two CDs for $15, plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19. The hundredfold return. Now, sometimes people say, well, I just don't believe that Jesus really meant what he said about the hundredfold return. Well, now let's take a look at it. We talked about this a little bit yesterday. We didn't get through with it. In the fifth chapter of Luke, 
Peter had done everything he knew to do, wasn't catching any fish. He fished all night, and Jesus asked him if he could use his boat. So he invested his boat in Jesus' ministry for an hour or so while he preached a sermon. And I believe he preached on prosperity because Peter got prosperous after that happened. And he said to Peter, now launch out into the deep and let down your nets. Now remember, they fished all night and didn't catch anything. And he said, Lord, we fished all night and taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I'll let down the net. Now notice, he said, I will let down the net. We haven't caught anything, but at your word. It makes a difference when you do things at the words of Jesus. Not just because it's the thing to do or because somebody said something that they thought the Bible said. Find out what the Word says for yourself. And when he launched out in the deep, let down his nets, he caught two boatloads of fish, and it was about to sink both of them. And now this happened in less than probably three hours. And sometimes people say, well, you never get a hundredfold return in this lifetime. Well, Peter did. He got a hundredfold return before the sun went down. That's offer number 7213. It's entitled, A Hundredfold Return. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling. A total of $19. We have toll-free order line. 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this Charles Capps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.